This is It's PR Darlings, a podcast all about the dark arts of public relations, publicity and all things media. A crisis never seems to happen in office hours during the week, does it? Absolutely not. No. Join us to learn more about the world of PR and how it can help build your business. We have to be there for the marketers and the brands that speak to them as well. And we have to get the right goals and achievements for those brands. So that's a consumer group that shouldn't be overlooked for lifestyle and travel products and PR. There are some amazing national opportunities for the right story, so take a listen. Uh, Gria and Joe, you've seen my stuff. You know that I'm always wanting to throw myself in a particular story, so I love to get involved. I'm Gria Quinn from Forward Communications. I think we've got different um, body clocks. <laughs> we'll slump now and then yeah. go like a wild animal until midnight. So, yeah. <laughs> and I'm Joe Stone from Sticks and Stones PR and together we are your PR darlings. Hi, I'm Greer Quinn from Forward Communications. And I'm Jo Stone from Sticks and Stones PR. Well, COVID is the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? We've heard from journalists and industry leaders this season of its PR darlings about the way the pandemic is changing work lives, media content and newsworthiness, even shaping our media offerings and how we are being delivered our news. What we've also found is that we're still, even 18 months on, helping clients with crisis strategies and internal and external communications issues almost every month. The pandemic isn't going away, unfortunately. And if you think that because you've managed to dodge a COVID catastrophe so far that you're in the clear, you might not be. And we know because it's awful. We sometimes get calls in the evenings or on the weekend from organisations desperately seeking PR help because a crisis never seems to happen in office hours during the week, does it? Absolutely not. No, and more (laughs) often than not, they've never even thought ahead about how to handle adverse media coverage or a corona-caused crisis. In recent weeks, we've seen influencers breaching COVID restrictions for parties and brands then subsequently publicly dropping them. We've even seen well-documented super spreader events that have led to humiliation and massive reputation damage. And we've even seen organisations facing staff backlash over mandatory vaccinations. So, In this short podcast, we're wrapping up season two with some of the top takeaways from our guests and we'll end with our top three tips for PR crisis planning in the pandemic. So let's start with Andrew Drummond from AAP and that was a really great insight into this, what is a vital Australian newswire service and it's a bit of a secret weapon to have in your PR toolkit. The news deserts that he was talking about across Australia are only broadening after all the COVID media closures. So Andrew's pitching brief will be a huge help if you want some AAP traction, which can be so incredibly powerful. I sure can. We're fighting the same battle that every news outlet across Australia is fighting, which is that there could be 110 terrific stories to cover on any one day, but resourcing means that we can't get to all of them. So that's where, um, you know, our our news conferences and our senior staff make calls on on what we should and shouldn't cover and what's in the, the greatest public interest. 
News Corp's at-home magazine Flipbook is a direct response to the pandemic and editor Kelly Baker told us that PR people need to know while it's lifestyle-focused, it's still anchored in news values. You have to be thinking about how this is going to work next week when people may have read about the news angle. You have to work out how they're going. it works as a package so, there's, uh, so it flows well and you turn a page and it's a story really as a whole package rather than an individual story. And it was magic talking to Mel Carrero from Spell. Talk about a brand on the cutting edge. What they've been doing with content creation has just been so innovative and there are a lot of ideas in that chat that PRs can actually learn from. It's literally like, okay, when do we need to send our postcards to print? Because we send out like a little postcard with our orders. When, like, you know, how far in advance would a campaign need to be shot in order to get the images so the graphic design team have enough time to turn around every product image, get the home pages sort of done and conceptualised? There's, yeah, lots of moving parts with that. So we, we sort of have like a framework. It's taken a long time to get. It was also great to hear from Starts at 60 founder Beck Wilson. Her platform is the largest in the country for the over 60s and there's a lot of pent-up demand in the travel sector particularly. So that's a consumer group that shouldn't be overlooked for lifestyle and travel products and PR. We in fact know that we play a role in building and, and driving a voice for over 60s but that we have to be there for the marketers and the brands that speak to them as well and we have to get the right goals and achievements for those brands. So our job is to sit between the consumer and the brands and curate a conversation. And, of course, there was the interview with the wonderful Daniel Doody from Studio 10. He was all about the media release and the pitch. And there are some amazing national opportunities for the right story. So take a listen. For Studio 10, we love to have case studies, you know, making sure that, oh, we have such and such available to do the interview, location as well. This is the idea. And uh, Gria and Joe, you've seen my stuff. You know that I'm always wanting to throw myself in a particular story. So I love to get involved. In each episode, we demystify a little bit of jargon from the media world, things like noddies, embargo and backgrounding. And in this episode, we're turning the tables a little bit, but I guess the jargon term for this segment could be COVIDiot, so someone who ignores or breaks public health orders. If you're in a comms role for any business or organisation, you know that it takes only one COVIDiot to cause a crisis. So with this in mind, we thought we would give you the PR Darling's top three tips for crisis communication plans in the era of COVID. These are just a couple of things that we'll be discussing in an upcoming webinar in collaboration with the Australian media database company Medianet on the 6th of October 2021. It's all about crisis communications with a COVID twist. Now, Medianet is a must-have service for PR firms. Their database keeps you up to date with all the platforms, papers and programs in the Australian media, but also the contacts that you need. Which brings us to our first crisis communications tip, making sure you have up-to-date contacts. You need to know who the journalists are working in your patch and you need to know what the media outlets are and 
you need to be able to contact them at short notice. You don't want to be scrambling for a mobile number. There's nothing worse in the middle of a crisis. So updating your contacts is also important for your internal team. Has someone left the organisation or changed jobs? And then who else do you need to contact? Because with pandemic-related issues, you also need contacts for the relevant authorities. So the health department, the chief health officer, the state government, or perhaps it's the contact tracing websites that you need to report things to. Absolutely. Our second crisis comms tip in the pandemic is to make sure your business, organisation or client is actually practising COVID safe protocols. This is where a lot of the bad publicity stems from. For example, a venue that hosts an event that then becomes a super spreader event will then face even more media backlash. If journalists find out that there was no hand sanitizer. People weren't using the check-in codes, too many people were there and they weren't wearing their masks. And it just escalates from there. So our third and the most important tip of all is to actually have a crisis communications plan. And so often this is something that nobody puts any thought into. And that is when a PR disaster really unfolds. It should be a service that you offer as part of your role in PR to put a potential plan together. And brainstorming with your client right now some of the potential COVID crises is a great way to start. Regular reviews of the plan is also a must do. We won't give everything away though because you've got to come to the webinar. So thank you so much for tuning in to It's PR Darling Season 2. If you're listening to this before the 6th of October 2021, then head over to Eventbrite or Medianet to find our crisis communications in a COVID world webinar. Links are in the show notes and we would love it if you came along. This has been Season 2 of It's PR Darling's I'm Greer Quinn from Forward Communications. And I'm Jo Stone from Sticks and Stones PR and we are your PR darlings. See you soon for Season 3.